0: Welcome to the Heroes and Kings podcast our only mission is to be the solution and not the problem and change the narrative
1: Up, what's up what's up ATL and surrounding areas this is Heroes and Kings I am 130 your host Sydney Champagne. Elijah Braddy over here eating festivals jerk chicken yeah <laughs> Glenn Andrews they call me T.O.D. The Life Doctrine. All right all right we just want to give a quick shout out to festivals jerk uh, uh, restaurant here for allowing us to record here once again our podcast located at
0: 925 Gear Street, East Atlanta, in the Glenwood Park uh, shopping,
1: shopping area right next to Vickery's Restaurant. All right, cool, cool. So the first thing we're going to do today is going to be a real serious podcast. You know, we've had a couple so far that we touched on a couple of different topics. But today, today, we have been impressed to talk about sports and consciousness. And this comes on the wake of Colin Kaepernick being uh, on the cover of GQ magazine as the citizen of the year. And there has been some backlash on it. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, sports shows, and there's been debate about it, um, whether he deserved to be on the cover, whether um, you know he was the right guy to be chosen to do that. Uh, we all have our own uh, opinions on that. I definitely have a very strong opinion about that. And we'll get into that, um, but I will let these guys talk first and see where their thoughts are on it. Elijah, why should it matter though, like I'm not on the
2: screen, but it's all right. You in this?
1: One. Yeah, you on that one?
2: Really, I don't have no problem with it, but everybody got a different opinion about it. But I'm kind of neutral to it. I just look, I spectate, but it's all cool with me though. What you think, Sidney? But you got mixed feelings
1: about it? Like. No, I don't have mixed feelings, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna touch on it I'm a, I'm gonna touch on it last cuz I have but a lot have, of things, yeah, yeah man. I got a lot of things to talk to touch on. I'm kind of neutral with it, though. So you don't know, see so you, so you're saying that it doesn't matter either way to you. It could be it could have been him or it could have been somebody else.
0: True.
1: Sure. Okay. Glenn, what you think?
0: Me personally as as why is what the game? know that whole thought that uh. Kaepernick had a he probably had that dream of playing pro football. And one one of the things still that does. Don't mean, he still does. still does. He still mm-hmm. has that dream of playing football. Everyone is football, football players to me is like leadership. And this is in my opinion, one of the biggest the debates I had in grad school was about leadership. And whether you're born to be a leader can you be born to be a leader or can you be taught to be a leader I come out of the ilk of you're born with and that's my that's my opinion that you're born with leadership just as consciousness and chivalry I think you're born with born with those two those are DNA fibers right next to leadership and if you're not put in a situation Or that seed, you have that seed, and it's not fertilized in water. It's not, it will never develop. Kaepernick, he met Nessa. First of all, I'm a 49er fan. Yeah. So I know, I can tell you anything you want to know about the 49 ers Kaepernick was playing terrible. During that process, he had Harbaugh as a coach. Harbaugh was trying to make him be more of a a quarterback, more of a leader, more of a professional. And it was just a personality clash. He meets Nessa, who is is, a Muslim. Yeah. So that right there probably changed his perspective on what's going on outside of football, and that's a great thing. So all these different situations and scenarios has brought out something in him that he probably didn't even know he had. In Laid Dormant. It's been there all the time. And And it brought it out. And it brought it out. So for all the other guys in the NFL, you never know when you're going to be chosen to step up. You never know what scenario, what situation demands your heroism. Just for us three doing this, everybody can't do this. Everybody can't do it. Just like right now, if we saw somebody running down the street and he snatched a woman's purse, a lady's purse, oh, how many guys would step up and try to stop it versus how many would stand back and, and look? look? And that's what we're dealing with, and it's no fault of them. That's just the nature of some human beings. That's the nature of some men. So for me, it's an unfair expectation of some 22 to 26 year old to have them do something outside of the norm, what their their norm is and what their plan was. I don't think everyone's built to be a leader. Everyone's not built to do something. They should. But I think it's too much of an expectation. And and I'll end with this one thing, too. One of the things that I know being close to a lot of professional athletes is, and then being outside and listening to individuals outside of professional athletes, is there's a bit of envious and jealousness of the kind of money and the kind of wealth they have for doing what they're doing. So some of this you should kneel, and you should do this, and you should do this. Is it based on because they have money? or is it based on because they have professional athletes? Because the layman and folks that work in a warehouse, FedEx, UPS, yeah. any of these other organizations, they can do the same thing, choose not to come into work one day. Take a picture and, and send it to their boss and tell them I'm kneeling in front of my house for all these brothers that's getting killed on the street by True. the police. So to, to me, there's there's a bit of hypocrisy about it. That's my take on it. But they told them to stop doing it, right?
2: the NFL stop, stop did kneeling right like, I, you know I, the, yeah. the last official was, word.
1: nobody ever told him to stop doing anything
0: wasn't the coaches they didn't tell him to stop kneeling like. Own, owners
1: did some owners particularly Jerry Jones and Dallas Cowboys he no, had his commentary no, nobody nobody told him to stop doing anything what was said Jerry Jones said if anybody kneels on my team they're going to get fired. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: That's basically what he said. Yep. But nobody specifically told Colin that he has to stop doing anything.
0: No.
1: Right. So still got a choice. It's still got a choice. And so and the only difference to touch upon what you just said, the only difference between texting a picture of yourself in front of your house to your boss and saying, I'm kneeling in front of my house because of this, and kneeling at your job that's a big difference right and mm-hmm. so like that's what that's what the people are having a problem with um that's what the organization's having a problem with and then it became bigger the uh, the people outside of the organization like are oh, you disrespecting the flag and blah blah blah, blah right there's a couple of things that i want to touch on that you said though you said that chivalry you're burnt you're born with chivalry or you're born with leadership or oh, the sea the sea and i i disagree a little bit all right in the sense of this i have an 11 year old son I got a nine-year-old daughter right when I leave the house I tell my son look out for your sister right so that's leadership being taught him. correct so that's being taught right when we're coming uh, home from something or we're going out someplace or whatever mm-hmm. I say Stefan open the door for your sister let her in first mm-hmm. that's taught chivalry correct right yeah. so like so that's why I disagree slightly with what you what you said. Now, now you said the seed, I get that, right? But I teach him, he has to see, first of all, I have to be the example. So he has to see that I'm doing that to his mom, right? So I'm opening the door for her, you know what I'm saying? I pull out the chair for her or whatever. I make sure that she goes ahead of me so that I'm behind her and I'm protecting her, homes, right? Eight, so... She's on the inside if we're walking on the street. I tell my son the same thing. Look out for your sister. Protect your sister. I tell them both to protect each other, but I tell them protect your sister. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. I told my son the same thing. Yeah, and that's sister. and that's taught. Mom yeah. mom, mom and mama. Correct. So we're both teaching them. So I'm not going. to Go ahead. So right. Go ahead. So 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 just to you know uh, not combat, but to just discuss what you said, I think it's taught, right? And it and and by <laughs> by fathers. Well, I don't don't even know because, like, I don't think leadership, I don't think, I mean, there are people that are born leaders, correct, but I don't think that, um, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that people can't be leaders. I think people can be taught to be leaders, right? And then there are people that that inadvertently turn into leaders. For instance, Muhammad Ali turned into a leader.
0: But he has the seed, though. hereditary. It, it, do, it doesn't run the. It doesn't it's
1: run the in genes. It's in its genes. It just. It took, could. It, it could be in his genes, and it just took a certain scenario for it to come out. Exactly. I get it. I get exactly. it. I, and, and I agree with that to a certain extent, but I also think that that leadership, that um, chivalry, that being a man or whatever can be taught, because we do that yeah, to agree. our, ch- to our children. What? I agree. Right. And so, um, so that's one thing that I wanted to touch on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have any other thoughts about the Colin Kaepernick situation? <laughs>
2: About it, man. I just, yeah, like, I just thought they like put them for kneeling. Like the coaches,
1: like, all right, we not did this so long now. It's time, like, like it's over with. let play the game. like we should play the game. All right. So, as you know, <laughs> go ahead. When we decided that uh, we we're gonna do this this uh, topic, I was like, man, I'm about to go in because I have a lot of quote unquote Facebook friends that have issues with what he did. I have a lot of, and then a lot of like. People's true colors were coming out because of it, right? I have no problem with people having a difference of opinion. Yeah, I have a problem with people calling, you know, people's names. I have a problem with people uh, judging people's characters um, because of a certain act, right? I don't have an issue with you having a difference of opinion. It's cool. We can still be friends. But if you start, um, you know, uh, degrading me or degrading the person that did the act or whatever like that without even knowing the full story there's a problem right the thing that is interesting about the whole uh first it started off as sitting then it became kneeling and there's a story behind that and we'll get to that also i have notes on that also Mm -hmm. but is that it struck a chord with america yeah because it
2: did all about
1: what the flag really means what it stands for and so and that's the thing so like I think what ended up happening... I think the the problem that people have um, when it comes to America is that it forced America to look in the mirror and say, damn, this is who we really are, right? Correct. The... I mean, and I don't want to get too deep into National Anthem, Star Spangled Banner, and all that stuff, but it's already known that the writer of the Star Spangled Banner, uh, Francis Scott Key, I believe his name was, he... Was a slave owner. Yep. He did not respect people of color, and in the there's a reason why the second and third stanza are not in the Star Spangled Banner. I have seen
2: that in like, uh, I seen the original one. Right?
1: Oh, okay. Right. So oh. there's a there's a reason why it's not being s- sung at every sporting event, right? Mm-hmm. Because people will start by like, wait a second, that doesn't what? And a, and then another thing is that people like even people of color didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Like we were blindly pledging allegiance to this entity or this song or this thing, and we didn't even know the origins of it. Kobe never looked deep into it. Right. And so like Colin Kaepernick shed light on that. Yep. And I think people didn't like that, excuse me. Right? People didn't like that. And so because people had to like consciously think about it now. Like, man, I was just blindly doing this.
0: What you've been told all your life is a lie.
1: Right. So we were sitting there thinking that like, oh, we're just, you know, we're patriots. We're just, we love our country and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, the origins of the country didn't love us. You know what I'm saying? And so people have a problem accepting that. People have a problem like looking at that, seeing that, accepting it, and then um, digesting that. It's like, no, but I'm not racist okay, well, nobody's saying that you're racist. We're just saying that the origination of it is racist. The
0: bones and the foundation.
1: Right? And so it's like, like, okay, I know you're not racist, and you understand that that system or that song has racist backgrounds and has discriminatory backgrounds. So you have to second-guess yourself. Like, am I really being a patriot? Or am I really just being pledging allegiance to the origins of America, right? People also had an issue with Collins protesting, right? Not, we have to remember that America was built on protests. Correct. People came from Europe because they were being persecuted for their religion. So they came to uh, this new land that they called America and said, you know what? I have religious freedoms over here. We're leaving Europe because we're protesting what they want us to do. And we're coming to this new land and we're gonna create this new land and this new system. And a land that was already existed, right? Which is another discussion.
0: Yes. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> with indigenous with native native to this land. So that's another discussion. And that's another discussion. And I'm not even
1: gonna get into that. That's that's gonna be we're gonna we'll be here all day. But, but just just on the surface level, right? America was built off protests, okay. So for you to have an issue with protesting discrimination, police brutality, um, you know, all types of stuff that's going on, that's a problem. Why would you have a problem with that? Don't you want everybody to be treated equally, right? So these are things that these are things that people have a hard time having the discussion of that's that's really the issue people don't yeah. want to have the discussion because it's uncomfortable. Exactly. uncomfortable and it's okay true. to be uncomfortable you should be if you're yeah. not uncomfortable you're lacking humanity dude you have to be i mean it's okay to be uncomfortable you, yeah. you can be uncomfortable up. yeah and i mean you know it is what it is man america you know america has their has their planet Yes, I mean, yes. no, but I mean, but I mean, like, every country has their dark secrets. But um, I mean, we're, we live in America, so we have to talk about America. America has their dark secrets. We have to understand that those dark secrets exist, all right? And we're gonna t- and okay. So I'm gonna get into what I really want to talk about. So people had a problem with Colin Kaepernick yeah. protesting, right? Colin Kaepernick in the preseason of last year or the year before was sitting down during the anthems, right? Mm-hmm. Really, was no issues with him doing that. Then he met with a veteran Name. named Nate Boyer. Nate Boyer had a discussion with Colin Kaepernick and said, I get it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're doing. But I think that it'd be a better thing for you to kneel because you're still showing reverence to the veterans that have um, fought for this country for you to even have the right and the freedom to protest yeah, right. while still getting your message across I think the third or fourth or maybe even fifth game of the yep. preseason yeah. when Connor started kneeling mm-hmm. then the media started filming it yeah zoom in on him zoom in the on film. him and that's when it became a huge issue right? but nobody had an issue with him when he was sitting down Nobody was like, saying anything,
2: like
1: was the bench, right? You know. But sitting down is probably more disrespectful than kneeling yeah. down. But people, but combination of media, media. and media. people sitting on their high horse were yeah. like, Oh, this guy's being disrespectful to our veterans. And he doesn't care about the people that fought for his freedoms and blah, blah, blah. And then after that, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a huge hashtag movement called veterans for cap yeah, uh, it I was that huge that I called that. veterans for it? cap so yeah. veterans were like uh nah i really don't have a problem with him uh, protesting because there is an issue there are social injustices there is police brutality um and he's just bringing attention to it to start the conversation but he's also showing reverence to the veterans that fought for that freedom yeah, so veterans were like nah i think i'm okay with that
0: do you see how they treat
1: vets through the va ah, man that's, that's a t- yeah. <laughs> That's even worse, and that's another discussion. That's another but, discussion. All
0: these, oh, okay, That's a lot. We're
1: talking around here like, yeah, not
2: so much up and down. Yeah, more
0: like, the VA is corrupt, bro. They they do not take care of their but that's another topic. That's
1: another discussion. But my point is, he sat down during the anthem. It wasn't really. It didn't have national reviews. People weren't like, okay, he's sitting down. And and let's let's be clear. There are other athletes that have, been, that have been doing this
2: yeah
1: marshawn lynch has been doing this since the beginning of his career yeah right um you had uh oh, what's his name basketball player he plays for Mahmoud. Mah- 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 Mahmoud. no no not him but or him too but yeah. but that was a religious re- issue that wasn't a social justice or injustice or anything like that but the guy that play, david west plays for the Golden state warriors he's been doing that forever right he's like this ain't new to me i've been doing this but because Colin Kaepernick did it on on the on a national stage with it, uh, with uh, America's sport, it was like, nah, this can't this can't ride. We gotta we gotta make an example of this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now he doesn't have a job. This guy is arguably better than thirty percent. I'm gonna say thirty really some starter. I'm gonna say thirty percent of the of the active quarterbacks that are in the league right now are he's better than right yep. and even his la- even the the numbers he had the last year he played he had a high percentage of completions yep. he had i don't have all the numbers in front of me right now but this is stuff that's already known yep. he had his touchdown to interception ratio was pretty high um The the problem was that he was on a losing franchise, the team he lost with, right? The the, team was losing. And now look at the team now. I think they had their first win against, unfortunately, my New York Giants.
0: (laughs) But their first
1: win, and I say, unfortunately, my New York Giants, but I haven't watched not one football game this season because I'm not supporting the NFL at all right now. I'm making that clear right now. But that is not to say that the gym that I work at doesn't play the games and I don't catch a glimpse of them. And not to say that I still watch SportsCenter, um, so I still see NFL news and highlights. But, I
0: don't watch the NFL, but I'll support the young brothers that I'm coming in contact with as they're going through rehab and training and whatever the case they be. They got to
1: deal with it now. Yeah. Right, right. But um, the fact of the matter is uh, the 49ers are tr- trash dookie right now. <laughs> they got their first win against my Giants, uh, which makes my Giants even more trash dookie. But the fact of the matter is... He's 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 better than a good portion of the quarterbacks that are in the league right now, including backups. There is even a speculation that he didn't want to be a backup when he said, I, I'll be a backup.
0: <laughs>
1: right. Like he's, he said, yo, I'll, I'll be a backup. I just want to play. He still wants to play. He still stays in good football shape. Right. All right. All right. So now let's move on to the GQ magazine. Right. He wins citizen of the year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: On the GQ magazine, and people are like, Well, what about JJ Watt? JJ Watt raised $34 million for the people of uh, was it Louisiana? Hurricane Houston, Houston, Houston. was it Houston? Houston. Houston. I'm, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but nonetheless, he rose $34 million, Houston.
0: Okay.
1: he rose $34 million for the uh, victims of the hurricane, right? Yeah, okay. Not taking anything away from J.J. Watt. I actually like him as a person Hi! and as I'm a player. Um, $34 million is a lot of money that he raised. Yeah, and that's is. awesome yeah. that he did for those victims, I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Citizen of the Year. My only question to that is, did what J.J. Watt do, or did what J.J. Watt did, did it spark a... National, not only national, but even international. And I say international because my wife was telling me that she had a friend that went over to Europe yeah. to go visit with her friends. The people in Europe were asking her, about that. "How are you surviving in America as a black person?" Yep. This is in Europe, and she's yes. like, and she's like, what are you talking about?" And they're like, um, "Dealing with police brutality, dealing with social injustices. How are you guys doing? with it?" And she's like, uh, "We're fine, but." Oh, no. But this is international. They look in on us. It's Terrible. It's terrible, right? It's the same way like when we look into things that's going on in other countries, we're like, we're like, oh, it's terrible over there. I lost a friend to uh, the war in Iraq, back in uh, early uh, late '90s, early 2000s, and I remember talking to him through, and I'm just gonna show my age, but I was talking to him through AOL Instant Messenger, AIM, mm-hmm. yeah. and. Um, we were talking. He's over there fighting, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm like, yo, how's it over there? How you guys doing over there? He's like, man, I don't know why we're in at war right now. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm over here playing basketball with, with the natives right now.
2: Oh, so we, we pushing war.
1: Over I mean, I'm listen, I don't, I mean, I'm mean, i sure there was a reason. I'm not saying that there was no reason, but what I'm saying is at
2: his, level. At
1: his he level, he was like, I don't know why we're fighting. I'm over here playing basketball everybody's with cool. everybody's cool. You know, but that's, that's another discussion. But what I'm saying is that like people internationally are like, man, how are black people surviving in America with Trump as president, with social injustices, with police brutality and blah, blah. Now, I'm not saying that police brutality is new, is like it's not new, but I'm not even saying that it's like in like every police officer is bad. Right. But I'm, what I'm saying is that there is the element of police brutality that, that is prevalent. Like, people know this goes on, right? But people choose to say, oh, but not all police officers are bad and blah, blah. No, nobody's saying that all police officers are bad. What we're saying is that the system that is in place is allowing these police officers, some of these police officers to be bad and to take advantage of people of color, right? This, this stand that Colin Kaepernick took made that topic even come out to the forefront. And now people are forced to have these discussions that they don't want to have.
0: Let me add this. As someone who trains, who has has trained and trained not only military and law enforcement, one of the things in training law enforcement officers that I've learned, and it's this this,
1: this term called the good cop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The good cop is, he's caught because if a good cop calls out cops that are doing wrong, he can be out on a call and will not get no backup. They will they will possibly leave them hanging. So there there are law enforcement guys who want to do the right thing. They really want to do the right thing, but they realize they have some bad guys amongst them amongst their ranks as a consequences if they it really? so happens that this person that they know that go through crosses the line may be the individual that they need to back them up in a serious
1: situation. Dude, it's not even it's not even just that um, like their co-workers are corrupt, but you have people in power that are corrupt, right? I mean you had, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the police officers in New York that decided to stand up and report their superiors yeah. and they lost their job. Yeah. Right? Because their superiors were the ones that were saying Make sure you stop and frisk people of color in New York City Right? Stop the people of color This is mm-hmm. this is not news This is not something that's like we're making up You can Google it
2: yeah.
1: You can research this They were literally telling the police, off, they're, they're they're police officers There's subordinates There's police officers Shake down people of color Not just black people But people of color, period Blacks, Asian, Hispanics, black- Asians, Asian. Indians, A- Arabs, Muslims oh, Shake them down Right, And so these police officers were like uh, I don't really feel comfortable doing that and they were like, you know what we're gonna we might have to report this and they lost their jobs but their superiors still have their jobs they't gave the order And then you even have like the uh, I think this was in uh, I want to say Texas or maybe Louisiana where the uh, the chief of police um, no not the chief of police let me let me make this correct the there were officer black officers and white officers in the precinct um, the black officers were just becoming uh, officers right and uh, when they walked into the police precinct they had the black people uh, dummies hanging on nooses within the police precinct right
2: yeah
1: and they were like yo what's that all about and <laughs> the the officers that did it, got suspended with pay wait a minute and then later on got their jobs back like they they're back to work suspended right now with pay and this is what I'm talking about like this is how how are they still getting how are they getting suspended with pay? with pay like how is that not a major issue that they should either lose their job um get fined get charged with something you 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 have a dummy you have a dummy Of a black person hanging from a noose inside the police precinct, on the day that the the black police officers walk in on their first day, right? Intentional. Intentional. Of course it's intentional. No, no, they did it by accident. They they (laughs) they hung the black dummy on the noose by accident. Come on, man. Let's be serious. They got suspended with pay, and then I'm sure they're back to work right now. But this is a couple years ago. But
0: but, but those are the kind of things that go on. I mean, I grew up in Southern California, and I I I was pulled over so many times. You can't even count you know and, and have a gun pulled on you or they go through your car thinking whatever nice sound system and stuff you have you you've you stolen so they'll just rip it out and uh, well now nah, you have receipts to you yeah. as a matter of fact it was so deep we had to keep receipts in our dash we had yeah. to keep receipts for our stereo
1: equipment that's deep man yeah look man it's it's all right i'm, I'm gonna tell two stories about like you know because i you know i don't want people to think like We're just talking this mess and like we don't live this stuff, right? First story is going to be about my cousin. I won't say any names. My cousin back in high school was driving his car. This is in Port St. Lucie, Florida, right? Driving his car um, to school or whatever. This is a story he told me. so It's going to be a a story that I heard from him. I might not get all the facts down, but he's driving his car to school, either to school or from school, gets pulled over by a cop, right? Um, He gets asked to get... He gets asked out of his car. They put him face down on the concrete Mm -hmm. in Port Lucie, Florida, right? They had him on the floor for however long. I don't remember the full story, but at the end of the day, they let him go. And they said the reason why they pulled him is because he fit a description. Okay, this is this is everyday living that we live. This is not like we're not making these stories up. This is stuff that happens to us on a regular basis, right? now let's, let's fast forward to me a little bit now i'm driving to uh georgia from florida visiting my wife's family um this is back when my i think i want to say my son was maybe f- three or four my daughter was maybe one they're in the back seat my wife and i are driving up we get pulled over by macon macon georgia right probably the worst place to ever get pulled over yeah, as a black is. guy mm-hmm. um get pulled over the cop comes around Asked me for license registration. Says I was speeding. Now, I was speeding. I'm not going to say I'm not speeding. Give me a ticket. Send me on my way. Right? I got no problem with that. Uh, That's not what happened. He came up. He asked me for license registration. um, Took my stuff. Went back to his car. Another car pulls up. Another cop car pulls up on on the passenger side. The cop walks up. Gun drawn. With a flashlight. Flashing it in my car. Into the back seat. My son wakes up. And what does he see? A gun. a gun in his face through the window. Yeah. Naturally, he's he's three or four years old. Naturally, yeah. he's gonna panic. Like he starts crying. They're trying to tell me to keep him cu- keep him quiet. <laughs> and I'm you like, man, but you got a gun, got a gun. <laughs> in front of yeah. my three-year-old, four-year-old son, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And and then now, as a black man, or yeah, as, all right, I won't even say as a black man, but as a man, period, you have to keep calm and composed so you don't get shot, yeah. because the cop may get fidgety because you're upset that he's pointing a gun at your three to four year old son in the backseat of your car. Yeah. For a routine speeding ticket, all you had to do was take my information,
0: give do him my ticket,
1: ticket, and send me on my way, yeah. right? I had another incident. Same thing in Lucie, Florida. Driving, uh, I, I was coming home from a club. Um, I dropped my cousin off. Well, actually no, we, we left the club at the same time, but we drove separate cars. I drive to McDonald's, this is back when I used to eat meat. Drove to McDonald's, um, got myself a Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? Fries and sweet tea. You feel me? <laughs> and then I'm driving home. The cop pulls out behind. It's like two or three o'clock in the morning. The cop pulls out behind my car, and I don't know what it is about police officers, but they, I don't want to say all of them. I don't want to say a generalized statement, but in my experience, they always like to pull up to your bumper and drive and then pull back. Pull up to your bumper Profile. and then pull. Yeah. So they. So finally, right before I get to the main road, he pulls me over. And this is the time where I'm driving like, I'm, I'm, I'm driving like race cars. I had a little hatchback Honda Civic souped up, whatever. Yeah, I remember and, uh, that. but I wasn't, I wasn't speeding on because I know it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm just trying to get home, right? He pulls me over and he says, uh, license registration. Okay, cool. I give him license registration. Uh, and proof of insurance, then, um. He asked me if I have anything in the car. He's like, do you have a firearm in the car? And I'm like, nah, I got no firearm. He's like, You got any drugs in the car. I'm like, nope, I don't have any drugs in the car. <laughs> And he's like, "All right," But he walks back. Then another cop pulls up. Same situation or same type of no, scenario. He pulls up.
2: Two cops pulling up. Well, I,
1: I think I think at this time they're at this time they were doing like the buddy thing, and, yeah. and, and at night time they don't want to just be one cop so i have no problem with that that's not a problem i don't have a problem with two cops coming up because it's the safety of the of the cops you know what i'm saying and also to have an extra witness if anything goes down i get it i understand that no problem with that right the problem i have is automatically coming to my car and flashing a flashlight with your gun drawn again that happened to me again and i'm just by myself in the car i wasn't speeding or nothing so he pulls me over second cop comes up same situation gun drawn flashlight out my hands are on 10 and 2 on the steering wheel because my daddy told me, yeah. keep your hands there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make your hands visible. Whatever, whatever, right? The, the I'm sitting there for... It probably was like 30 minutes. The first officer comes back up. He gives me my stuff back. And I'm like, okay. He's like, uh, do you know what I pulled you over for? I'm like, no. And he goes, I pulled you over because um, when I was driving behind your car, I thought your tags were expired. But as I got closer, I realized that they weren't expired, and I said, "Okay, so why did you pull me over then?" It made no sense. Yeah, it didn't make any sense, and he didn't give me any reason. He just he just said, "You can you can go home now," and I and again a situation where this is this is stuff that we live right. So this is a situation where like you're badgering me now for no reason. I, can, I have a right to get upset, but, but we want you to get upset. Exactly, but I don't want to get upset because I don't want to lose my life over bullshit right uh, okay, so try to stop so i'm like okay he's like you can go home now and i and so like i he gives me my stuff and i'm just like looking i'm like in my mind i'm like this is this is so retarded but i go and i go in my way this is stuff that we live every day
2: oh yeah man i got to stop i know i was doing like 57 but it costs I was doing 77. And i said oh man i got like i had a little apron tanker
1: picked <laughs> up you know what yep.
2: I'm saying it, but i was just mm-hmm. right home for work and yeah i had a speed speedometer. Did doing everything to show them what, what it was and everything. No, I, I, I clocked you doing 77. No, you didn't. But then you let me go. If I was speeding 20 miles over the speed limit, I probably have got a ticket, right? But I, I stayed calm. I'm like, I was doing the speed. Okay, I, get, get my ticket, get my ticket. Stay calm, man, because that's around the time that all that stuff was going on. All that shooting going on. People getting shot. It was like Trayvon, Trayvon Martin, Martin, they were talking with Trayvon.
1: Trayvon Martin. were started. Freddie Gray, all that.
2: I think it, it, it would become notorious then, people getting shot. It was a back country road, too.
0: Is that, so, I mean, so no witnesses. Who I mean, would have went down? We're dealing with it. So, so athletes protesting, most of them African-American, and, and, and some non-African-Americans know what's going on. And it's not their protest that's the problem. It's what's happening on the streets is a problem. But we, me, being an economics major, and something I heard on, on a show when I was watching TV a long time ago. Part of the problem is, which is there's many many problems. Law enforcement are like the, the the last gate to this social dynamic of injustice and economic freedom. Hmm. And that, and and that's 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 the under undercurrent. That is the undercurrent. There are a lot of African Americans, particularly men, at this point that don't have access. That don't have access. So when we watch, when I watch the athletes and they're kneeling, one of the, the after calling them calling them racist names, the second thing you hear from someone is. They they ought to to be thankful that they have that opportunity to make that kind of money. That's literally the second thing out of someone's mouth that feel like they're doing something that goes against America. You know
1: know what, man? That that kind of pisses me off. Um, As an ex-athlete, athletes work hard to get to where they're at, right? These athletes, they're they're getting filtered to be the best of the best, right? Yeah. There's millions of people that want to play football. Millions of people that want to play basketball. The one talking
2: to the junk is the one that's that's seeing the surface of it. They don't see what goes behind it to get there, though.
1: You know, and and even like, you know, we're all trainers. And as a trainer, like, looking at the common person doing a workout and how they suffer through the workout. Now, imagine a sport-specific workout. These guys are going home aching, hurting uh, for our enjoyment. On
2: ice. Entertainment.
1: Yeah. For entertainment, right? Um, now, I do want to. I do want to say something. I do want to say that um, while while police brutality and social injustices are a are, are a thing, nobody is saying that all police officers are bad. Nobody is saying that all police officers are the issue. What we are saying is that there are police officers that are positioned to help make change and don't. Um, if I mean, in my opinion, this is my humble opinion if your partner is a piece of shit, <laughs> report them, yeah. You know, what I'm saying as uh, simple as that. If you see that your part, and I've seen some videos of this, I've seen some yeah. videos of some officers like stopping their partners, like, yo, you, you're you're doing too much right now.
0: The news, I seen, On the news, no, I've seen bit. it,
1: and that's cool. And that's, and I, I hope that more of that happens, yeah. right? Um, and nobody is saying that don't call the cops if you have an issue or don't be a snitch. Look, man handle your business you know what i'm saying like take care of your business um but and and i will say that the media is definitely biased and they they definitely have an agenda an agenda agenda. they They are definitely hyping stuff up but at the same time these discussions need to happen because they do exist you know people are like you know i've had discussions with people like man i can't believe this stuff happens really because (laughs) we've been saying this for many many years my parents have been saying it my grandparents have been saying it it's, it's been going on.
0: African American parent has, has to used to be just give their talk to their son, and with the young lady that was killed in Texas, I can't uh, I can't think of her name Sandra. Sandra Bland. Now we have to not only give that discussion or that talk to the son, we have to give that discussion and talk to our daughters. And probably for me, one of the hardest, the hardest thing, and one reason I always got up early, that I have the four seventeen thing. Because my son is away at college and he's literally on my mind all the time, hoping he's safe. Not how's he doing in school, how I know I know that's gonna happen, but is my son safe? And, not, and now not just dealing with law enforcement and him being out, now you got these fools that you were dealing with in Charlottesville. These little Aryan Nation triple K cats that just walking hey, around.
1: They feel empowered now. And there's many different reasons for that. But again, that's that's, that's another, another discussion, that's too. A
0: discussion.
1: That's another discussion.
2: Also, for technology, though, man, because now it comes to the forefront. We got all the avenues to show it
1: now. Right. Like back but in that the eighties, and though, we are aware of it. Now we we're, were aware. aware of it. But but I think that there's no 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 no. We were always aware. Yeah, we, we were, were aware. always aware. But now the public. rest of the world, now the rest of the public is becoming aware because this is something that we've been talking about for a long time, but people thought we were talking fairy tales. Yeah. Okay, and now you're starting to see it. Oh, but we don't have we don't want to have this discussion. Cause it's uncomfortable. Come on, man. I knew it was bad when my son, at nine years old, said to me, "How do I know which officer to trust?" Man, right? And I don't. And I don't want. Like I don't want him to to think officers are bad. Yeah. And I've worked with officers. I've trained officers. I've trained sheriffs. I have friends that are in the police force, right? And so for my son, and this is why I don't. I don't let him watch news. But for my son to come to me and say, um, How do I know which officers are bad and which are good? That's a real problem. Yeah. That's a real problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is this is this. I'm sorry, but and I'm gonna get you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go sideways here a little bit, but I don't I don't think that um, white kids are going to their parents and saying which cops do I know are right are good or bad. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I don't know, but I don't think that they're having the same discussions that I'm having with my son and my daughter. It's not the same discussion. My my father, I live in Georgia. He lives in Florida. My father would call me at nighttime to make sure that I'm home. Are you home? Yeah, I'm home. Or if I'm not home, like because I was, I train people late at night. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm I, I'm training a client up in Snellville. I'm training a client up in Lawrenceville. I'm training a client in Snow Mountain. In Florida. And he's like, all right, go ahead and make sure you send me a text when that home. when you get home. Put I'm I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 36 uh, December 3rd. My father still calling me, to make sure that I'm home safe. This is a now I'm not saying that all parents aren't calling their children to make sure they're safe, but it could be a different reason. Right. So. So, I mean, where other parents might be telling her, you know, asking their kids if they're home safe because of just everyday stuff that happens in life. My dad is calling me to make sure that I'm not having any run ins with police officers. That's a scary thing. And where 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 if I see flashing lights, I'm afraid of am I going to make it home or not? Where if somebody else sees flashing lights, they're just afraid if they're going to get a ticket or not. Yeah. It's different. That's a it's major a That's difference. a major difference. That's a major difference. And this is the problem that people had that Colin Kaepernick was bringing to the forefront. No, that stuff doesn't exist. That stuff doesn't huh. exist. And then you look at the numbers and they're like, well, if you look at the numbers and blah, blah. Dude, we can look at the numbers. You're like, oh, well, uh, what about the... Um, uh, blacks killing blacks in Chicago. That's always the f- most famous thing to be said. Yeah. Oh, what about the blacks killing blacks in Chicago? Dude, what are you talking about? Just because the media is not putting out that these guys are out there putting work in in Chicago doesn't mean it's not going on. You just don't okay. see it.
2: Right, You're not there.
1: And they don't want you to see it.
2: That's a lot, a lot on the wraps, man. Run.
1: They, they don't want you to see it. True. I have friends in Chicago that are doing things in their community to try to bridge the gap between police officers and the black community. They, they're also trying to stop the black on black crime that's going on over there. And then they're like, "Oh, oh they're black people." Sure, oh, they're like, "Oh, black people are the ones that are committing most of the crimes um, uh, in America." Um, not really. This, and what you sent me last week? Not kind of hotsy coats
0: and talk about home ownership and how every ghetto is created, which a lot of these athletes come out of these ghettos. Ghettos and hoods are not by osmosis. They are by design. It's a concentration. And we have, my dad coming out of Oklahoma, my mom coming out of Alabama, if you want to know, just do a quick Google search on what a sundown law is. And you'll know how Hood became Hood. Look at what the VA and GI Bill, who were given homes 30, 40, 50 years ago, or given loans, and who weren't given loans and redlining. So, right now, what we're seeing is 50, 60, 70, from slavery up to now, all this stuff that has, there are the bacteria, the spores of, of the first sin. The first sin. So yes. Chicago, uh, Fifth Ward areas down in Florida, Southeast San Diego, Brooklyn, Boston, Brooklyn. It's a house all these areas. every spot. There's, there's a. House. And, 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 and when you realize there's a hood in every, every city, and, and, and they have the same characteristics and the same dynamics, same. Something's, something's, wrong.
1: Hey, Jay Z said it best. You know what they call a project a project because it's a project. Exactly. Right? diverse. That's, deep. I mean, it's it deep. Is. but It is. But it's real. These projects weren't, they didn't just happen. These projects were made. Designed.
2: Hey, I wrote that um at conyers I saw the housing authority by Lamar. i like, <laughs> what? Make it, housing authority. Send it a housing authority. Everywhere I go, just one. Every place.
1: Yep. Yeah. Hey, so. Glenwood used to be like that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean and that's another discussion too. That's gentrification. Okay. That's another that's another discussion also. But the thing that the, the most important thing is that these systems are in place and these systems are not in our favor, right? There's no discussion about it. These are facts. These systems are not in our favor. In the favor of people of color. It's just not. And nobody is faulting like I'm not faulting my white friends for what they may have or what they the the, the privileges they may uh, uh, they may have or whatever. But I just want them to know that you do have better privileges than I do. I start I start at a deficit.
2: It's like what you told me about uh, training. How you had to jump through hoops to get what you had to get. But the other person just not
1: walk on through. Listen, I've been in many situations where I've had to do a lot just to prove that I was a trainer. Whereas others um, would just mosey on in and... Not even be certified.
2: Correct.
1: I mean, that's just that's, that's,
2: that's bad, man. Like,
1: that's terrible. I mean, and it's in every, it's in every, it's in every system. Niche. Every, every industry. niche, every industry. There's something of that nature that we see, right? These are things that we know that we, that happens, that we see that happens, you know. And it's 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 not even debatable. It's just this. These are facts, yes. right? And so there's other things that I want to touch on too, um, Glennage, That I think this is where we're going to disagree on um, athletes. Right. And uh, you said something interesting and you said that um, it's kind of it's kind of harsh that we expect these young brothers to um, stand up for social change or to, um, you know, they had the dream to play football. Um, They didn't they may not have had the thoughts to use their platform to stand up for certain things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the first question I'm going to ask is, well, then when is it? right for them to do that? Like, what age do you say that there's right for them to do that?
0: I don't think it's so much a thing of age as it is is that individual built for it. And quite frankly, there are just some... Tyrese, for example. There are just some individuals that are not built for that position. So they should it shouldn't happen by default. I'm built for it. So I'll take on that role. Being as old as I am now, I realize there are some individuals they are just not built for it. They're only mentally built for a certain thing. Now, from an educational standpoint, they should know. But everyone should know. That's, that's, just, that's just not narrowed down to athletes. So when we were talking about Muhammad Ali, I think he, he, he's a different individual then I brought it back to me versus my son. When my son had a chance to play football, but then he chose a different avenue, and I know what his dream is. Mm-hmm. Though I wouldn't stop him from protesting or, or being an activist and being a part of that process, if that's what it evolved and adapts to, fine. But me personally, I want him to go be his doctor, go treat cancer. That's what I want him to do. I'm the one that's built for the fight. I'm the one. And I just think they're, they're just they're just 20 year olds, six there's some twelve year olds that's more built than some twenty year olds and thirty, there's some seventy year olds that don't get it. it though it I, I use age, but I think it's it's about the individual and the types of individuals we have. I mean it, it how many of these folks know who Emmett Till is? Right. And so, how many? How many of those guys? How many? How many in baseball know who Kirk Flood is? How many of them know who Paul Robinson or or I can talk about Carl Eller, Alan Page, all these old time football players who are in the league. So that's them being conscious of, or not conscious is part of the education system issue, It's part of the NFL, what they, tell, what they tell the guys about who came before them, and not just black, not just white or black. This, these are the NFL players who came before you. Back in my day, most of the NFL players were drafted out of HBCUs. That didn't change till uh, a guy from USC running back, Bell, last name Bell, he came and beat Alabama. Uh, late 60s. Then the SEC started saying, whoa, what's with all these black players? They're bigger, faster, stronger. Now they started recruiting more black athletes.
1: Which is sad in itself. They should have been recruited.
0: But the flip side of that, that's just like integration to me. We didn't realize what we had. So now you have a lot of African-American athletes who don't even consider going to an HBCU where there's a good chance they would get this information, they would get this knowledge, more than likely get a degree before they go to the NFL. But they instead, so now they're going to USC, UCLA, all, all these other schools that just basically use them. Use it for their athletic prowess. Entertainment. And, and the athlete used the school. Because I was on that
1: team. Of course, because they want to get that
0: contract. Exactly. I was on that team. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just the nature of the beast. So, I I, I want individuals to be conscious and, and prepared to step up, but that's just like wanting movie stars and actors on TV to step up. Everybody ain't built for this. Right. And the ones that are not built for it, just get out of the way. If, if, if you can't do anything, if you can't do anything, don't do nothing at all and get out of the way.
1: And let those who can do
0: it. Exactly
1: i mean my my only issue is this man like i think that if if we all know this stuff is going on we all need to step up that's 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 where i'm at with it right so like i'm not saying you have to lead the charge i'm just saying be a part of the movement and then you have and then you have like these so you have these lukewarm people that are not taking a stance at all and then i'm sorry but if you if you're not taking a stance to me you're on the opposition like us three we'll take this thing exactly we built up like we that. built for this I mean I'm not I'm not trying to let I'm not trying to let anything just roll over me you know what I'm saying like if if I know something's going on and I understand that I have to set a precedence for my kids yep. because I need for them to be able to have a fair shake
0: exactly.
1: right but, but that right there since you're
0: built for you don't want though so you're teaching your kids right or wrong you don't
1: want them to deal with that. Well, no, no parent wants their child to deal with hardships. But at the same time, we need to, I mean, we need to prepare them for hardships. Exactly. Right? And exactly. so like we have different discussions with our kids than maybe other parents will have with their kids. And that's 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 terrible. We should all be able to have the same conversations.
2: True.
1: Right? Yeah. That's that's the that's that's what I'm saying. And so um, I was asking at what age um, do you think? The reason why I asked, because you know, we're talking about young guys, right?
0: I mean, think it, it, it literally should be part of the American lexicon and part of the curriculum. It, but that's that's the what is that? that's the optimistic and the, the utopian the utopian idea that you should know you should you should be responsible, conscious, and making these type of decisions, taught by your mom, dad, and learn through education. But we know we got single parent household, we know what the education system is, so now we're getting what we're getting. Right, but but, but thing to do too, it's been great that we had a couple of the NFL players that we've had, and then I've talked to ones I know who have retired. Yeah. Two of them Hall of Famers, and and talked to these, and I talk to them all the time, and realized it just, it, 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 it just it, they're just not there, and to expect someone to be there who just not there, they see what's going on, they see what's going on, they don't have the They don't have the nuts to be involved in it. They just don't have it. They just don't have it. Good or bad, fair or unfair. They do not have the nuts and the guts to step up when times call. And don't know how. And I'll tell you the other part of it too. A lot of them right now are suffering because they don't know. This is kind of like all, excuse me, kind of all new to them, because they've got Bits and pieces of what goes on outside of football. You think back to the guys you know who's going on to play pro football. They're so isolated. They're not isolated right. from the world. They're, 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 they're pampered. They're taken care of. Everything's about getting them to the game and waiting for money. They desensitize. They desensitized to it.
1: They shouldn't be, but, but they, they are. are. Now, they're definitely desensitized to, to the situation. But it's just interesting because, like I said, I've been doing my research right (laughs) and so like um we're talking about um young black guys uh taking a stand right Mm -hmm. and so i was doing some research and you guys of course you guys remember the 1968 olympics Oh where they you know stood at the podium with the black fist black empowerment up right so Tommy tommy smith was 24. john carlos was 23. Muhammad Ali, when he decided not to go into the draft because he's like, "Why should I go fight the, your war for you? And you don't even fight for me here in America." 25. Young guys. Young guys. By comparison, Colin Kaepernick is old. Oh yeah. Because he he was 29 when he started doing his process. right? He's 30 now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I just think that if you see something wrong, you should you should address it. I and I think that. that I think that the athletes that are in um, in any in any sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever, I think that if you see something wrong, address address it. And I have a problem with these people that come out and say, "Oh, you're paid to play your sport. Take politics out of sports." Really? Because politics was put into sports once we started singing the Star Spangled Banner oh, ahead of the uh, the actual sport. Every sport, right? So um, this whole notion of politics shouldn't be in sports. It's been in sports it's been in sports since what? Since they decided to start singing the Star Spangled and Bender and Pledge of Allegiance and Canadian uh, Anthem and all that right before the sporting event I don't have a problem I don't have a problem if you're doing that on a world stage like in the Olympics when a specific country wins yeah. then you play their anthem which you've seen when Usain, uh, Usain Bolt wins they play the Jamaican anthem when America wins you play the US anthem no problem with that but if if I'm in America and I'm I'm paying to go see a sport, um, if you want to talk about taking politics out of sports, okay, well, let's get rid of the Star spangled Banner being sung in front of, uh, ahead of the sport, the sporting yeah. event. They're not, do that. They're not about to do that. They're not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? But if you're talking about takes politics out, then take that out. Right? And if and then to, to to say that. They shouldn't use their platform to speak on these social injustices. Are you serious right now? And then just say, oh, well, they're at their job. They shouldn't be doing this at their job. Understand that if people uh, didn't protest at their jobs long time ago, there's a lot of uh, privileges we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have 15-minute breaks at work. We wouldn't have paid lunches. We wouldn't have vacation times. We wouldn't have smoke breaks. We wouldn't have... Um, you know, maternity leave. We wouldn't have in some cases paternity leave. So what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that when people say when people say, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing that at your place of work," what do you think unions are for? going
0: away though.
1: It's going away, but I mean, what do you think those are for? Those are there for to for the um, benefit of the workers. For rights. For rights. Right for labor rights. And so, for you to say, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing that at your job," or blah blah. First of all, it's forced patriotism to to force a person at a sporting event to pledge to the allegiance. That's forced patriotism. Man, somebody please feed your dog. <laughs> He's hungry.
2: <laughs> so once again, they're taking your rights
1: away. I mean, it. I mean, and these, and these are discussions that are debatable. You know what I'm saying? These are just my opinions on it. If you're gonna say take patriotism or take politics out of sports, then take the sport, the, the star-spangled banner, which is uh, very discriminatory against people of color, out of sporting events. Okay. I
0: agree with that. You're right. You're right. I, I, one thing I just say: my son, well, he's, he's a leader. And he's in his own land. He does his thing. He is by no, he, he is by no stretch of imagination an activist. That is, that is, his, well, he, he he is not. A, he he is just not. And, and I'm fine with that because that's 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 me. My daughter might be, but you never know what situation or scenario presents that presents that 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 challenge. You know. Um, uh, if, my, if my son was playing, if my son was in the NFL right now dealing with all this, I would just, just tell him to do what makes him happy. Because I'm going to be gangster about it. I, would, I, I come to it. and I say, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to do what I want to do. I answer to no one but God. And that's what, I would, that's what I would tell him. And so the individuals that may feel guilty either way or, or indecisive, that's just because they don't really know who they are and don't have that relationship with God. Because I'm that way, I don't care. I don't worry about what any other man thinks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, but because I'm an activist too, I'm going to approach stuff a little differently. I don't expect my son to do it that way, because that's my son. His DNA is different from mine. Okay? That's what I come back to the thing of all these NFL players. Everybody got to have different, different makeup. And some will step up, some don't. And, and me, quite frankly, not even just with NFL players, with some entertainers and... and Famous folks. Some folks don't need to step up because
1: they say the wrong thing and say something stupid. Ray Lewis. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, so I apologize. I prefer they not say
0: anything because they're not helping. They hurt. They're they taking it in the wrong direction.
1: Uh, I don't know. But well, this is this is this is definitely a topic we could talk about all day, every day, um, because you know, like I said, we live it. You know, and we and we witness it and then we exchange stories about this type of stuff with amongst ourselves. Oh, it's almost like we have a like a contest. Oh you got pulled pull over for that? Bruh, I got pulled over for this. Like it's terrible. We're that's the weekend. We're yeah, the man, weekend. that's that's yeah. terrible. That's that shouldn't be something that we had to deal with on a regular basis. Um, so, with that being said, uh, it was a good discussion, fellas. Yep. Um next week's discussion is going to be even uh as we're talking now i just had i just have next week's topic in my mind so we'll get to that also (laughs) i'm thinking ahead man i'm thinking ahead but in either case uh thank you guys for listening um heroes and kings podcast it will be up um this weekend probably by tomorrow or maybe even sunday the latest uh be up on itunes soundcloud uh stitcher and (laughs) youtube and anchor radio, man. We got a lot of platforms. That's what's up. That's
2: what's
0: up?
1: All right, man. Thanks again for listening. Again, I'm sydney Champagne.
0: Brady, Glenn Andrews. Have a good one, guys.